Isaiah, the 55th chapter of Isaiah, verse 583, please stand for the reading of God's Word. <clears throat> Come, all who are thirsty. I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty. Come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor <clears throat> on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good. Are you eating what is good, church? <laughs> and you will delight in the riches of fair. Your ear come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant faithful love promised to David. See, I have made a witness to the peoples, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord your God, God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. God, that's powerful right there. Seek the Lord while he might may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them and to our God for he will freely pardon for my thoughts. Amen. <clears throat> are not your thoughts. Neither your ways, my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. May the Lord have a blessing to, bless to the reader and hearers of his written word. <clears throat> elevate, elevate. Says my thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways. Elevate, elevate, elevate. Look at somebody and say elevate. I've come to understand that life can be lived out in the wrong place. Your life can be lived out in the wrong. There are places that ought to be places that you are passing through. <laughs> and they were never meant to be permanent. <laughs> they were supposed to be places that you stop by. Watch this. Not stay at. <laughs> Somebody say amen. You can say out every now and then too. <clears throat> it was supposed to be a temporary spot, not a permanent hangout. <sighs> oh, I wish I could take it back right now because there's some places that it was supposed to you were hanging out, but you hung out there way too long. You can stop preaching. Don't get messy on this. You got trapped <laughs> in the hangout. <laughs> Live too long. It was supposed to be a passing situation. 
but not permanent. In the Old Testament, the Israelites often had to pitch a tent. It was temporary housing. It was never meant to be a permanent place. So God was always, God has a way of moving us according to his will. God has a way of shifting us. And when God shifts in your life, you've got to be ready to shift with God. Watch this. Doesn't matter how good it was in that spot. You, you've got to be willing and ready and able to move to the next place God has for you so that you can receive the next blessing that he has for your life. You can't rely on yesterday's matter. I wish I had somebody in here. You've got to be willing to move to him because, with him. Because as he points out in the text, his ways are not our ways. And his thoughts are not our thoughts. God can see what you Stay anyhow. Glory. 
It was supposed to be a passing moment, but you made it a permanent one. <laughs> they don't want you to preach this passing. <laughs> it was supposed to be fun one night. But somebody forgot to tell you that the party is over because you still partying even some 50 years later. Y'all don't want me to preach this. We can get stuck in some places. is that if you are created in his image, 
then you've already been conformed to something much greater than he thinks on this earth. Are you with me? So we are to be transformed uh, by the renewing of our minds. The patterns of this world should not shape us. Are you with me? The patterns of this world should not shape us. And this is what we see in today's text. This is what God is speaking into the life of the Israelites. The people of Israel find themselves at the end of a very long exile in Babylon. Even, watch this, their recollection of what the promised land was and how to inhabit the land had faded from their collective memory. Are you, are, are you with me? They had been so long in the wilderness and in exile that they no longer had a view of the promised land. So, 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 if the exiles had heard of the promise, promises of the everlasting covenant made to David at all, it was only in hushed whispers and half-remembered tales that must have sounded more like a dream rather than a reality. Oh, God. Y'all didn't hear that. When you can become conformed to the patterns of this world to the extent that all of a sudden that the things you know just become hopeful dreams rather than certain realities. When the promises of God become, become reduced to the extent that you don't really even believe that they're going to happen. God, when you so conform to the things around you that you don't see a hope and a hope that the Bible says that shall not disappoint you. That was the reality of these Israelites. I love what one writer said. He said they were feasting and fasting, but they were feasting on the misery of their experience. Preach the outcome. Feasting on scarcity and fear. Isn't it amazing how you can get trapped into a situation and fear takes over and you start feeding on the fear and not on your faith? I wish I had somebody that here. It, 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 it was not a feast of abundance, but it was a feast of deficiency. And they were fasting from the promises of God rather than to the promises of God. Somebody say amen. amen. Watch this. Which left them malnourished of hope and possibility. Uh, you've got to be careful what you eat on, what you feed yourself. Watch this. You've got to be careful who table you sit at. You've got to watch what you digest in your system. Even when you're around the enemy, the enemy, watch this. I know the psalmist said that God will prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. I'm surely God will. But I've come to understand that the enemy will also prepare a table before you. And you've got to decide what table am I going to feast at in the presence of my stone. 
You've got to stop sitting at the table of negativity and doubt and declaring to yourself, you can't when your God can. He's prepared a table for you. Stop eating at the wrong table. Y'all don't want me to preach this. Far too many of us. We're not feasting at the right tables. We're feasting on setbacks, disappointments, sadness, rejection, and misery of others. We're feasting on greed. Feasting on living in the silos of our life and not concerned about each other. We're feasting on the wrong things. Feasting on unforgiveness. Feasting on hate. God has prepared a table for you. Even in the presence of your enemies, in the presence of your circumstances, you've got to get to the right table and stop eating from the wrong table. Stop telling yourself you can't. Stop discouraging yourself. Stop telling yourself you don't look good. Stop telling yourself you you just you you just not able. <laughs> Got to stop eating at the wrong table. At the wrong table. We've got to get away from certain places. And fast and begin to fast. Not from the promises of God, but to the promises of God. The promise that He is. A present help in times of trouble. Somebody needs to understand that. The promise, the promise that God uh, will fight our battles. Somebody needs to understand that. Promise that He will give strength to the weary and power to the weak. Promises that he will open up the floodgates of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you can't handle. I don't care how much lack you have. You've got to feast on the fact that you serve a God that's able to open up the windows of heaven and do something in your life like you've never seen before. And just because it doesn't happen when you want it to, you stay at the table, watch this, until you get full of what you need. You don't leave his table until I receive every single thing I need to move forward in my life. See, some folk keep running away with a piece of bread. Stop passing. You keep talking about a piece of slice of bread, but God wants you to sit at his table a little while longer. Not a fact. This is a table where you begin to pray at this table and say, God, give me capacity in my stomach to hold all of what I need. Because I got some great problems, but I know that all will be solved at this table. So I'm going to sit here and feast until I get what I need. Mm. Stop getting up from the table too soon. Watch this, watch this. This ain't no time to die. 
Oh, y'all missed it. <laughs> this ain't no time to diet. Some of us are on a Christian or spiritual diet. And you malnourish from the things that God wants to pour into your life. And you're wondering why you don't have the power to move a mountain in your life. It's because you ain't feasting at the right table. And you ain't sitting there long enough to digest what God has for you. So that when you walk out against the enemy, you're more than a what? Conqueror. get somebody and say, eat some more. <laughs> somebody needs to taste and see <laughs> that the Lord is good. <laughs> so, so the promise, the promise God gives us, there are promises that should be manifesting themselves, watch this, in your life at all times. God's promises ought to be manifesting themselves in your life at a time if it's not happening, watch this, then maybe you're at the wrong level. Well, maybe you're at the wrong level. Level could mean also the wrong table, the wrong, but you're at the wrong level. So, 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 we, we, we have to get to a place where we're in God's presence. And typically in the Bible, uh, God met people in high places. Oh, y'all with me? Do I, have a, do I have any witnesses in the house? Any Bible readers in here? It, it was often on what? Mountaintops. <sighs> you ever notice that, that God's presence always came on mountaintops? And so we have to be careful about operating at a lower level because God sits at what? A higher level. So we can't become conformed to the substandard conditions that are not a part of our, watch this, our long-term plan in life. So we have to what? Elevate. In other words, we have to get higher. The Israelites were on the wrong level. God was saying to them, it's time for you to elevate. It's time for you to get higher. The table had been set, but they, they had, had to get to the right place in order to eat the right meal that God had prepared. They were on the wrong floor, y'all. Trying to get access to things that were at a higher level. Does that sound like anybody? Needing a breakthrough. Needing a blessing. Needing a healing. But you're at the wrong level to receive it. <laughs> One day I was uh, in this office building and I got on the elevator and I went up uh, to, I don't know, it was probably the second floor, second or third floor. It's one of those buildings where uh, the suites were all the same. And in some ways, the numbers were kind of similar, you know, in terms of the suite. You ever been a building kind of like that? They have some buildings that are built like that. And so I got off, like, on the second floor, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I go to where I think 
uh, the offices and I try to open the door, but it's it's not opening. Nothing's happening. I can't get access, you know, to this place. I finally figure out that I'm in the wrong place. And that the level I was at was too low, too low, because the floor I needed to be on was the seventh floor, but I was on the second floor. So I couldn't get access to the very thing that I needed, the very place I was trying to get into. That door was closed. And sometimes in life, it just seems like we are on the wrong level trying to open up the wrong door. Oh, God, I wish I had somebody. <laughs> Some of us have been standing at the wrong door far too long, knocking, pounding, and, and, and not getting access. Walking around the same level, trying to get seven-fold level access and seven-floor at level blessings, but you on the second floor. Look at somebody and say, elevate. God needs us to elevate. What you want, what you're looking for won't be found on that level. Uh, but the door, see, that's the interesting thing. And so when you get to the right place, the Bible says, knock and it shall be opened. There's a level that we keep operating on that it was not intended for your life. Knocking to get in, but nothing is open. Uh, and so in a real sense, if you're not careful in your life, you live beneath the level of what God intended. And so you've got to check yourself and ask yourself, am I on the wrong level? Because on the right level, things begin to open up. On the right level, God gives you access. On the right level, you find the peace that you need. If you're not getting the things you need, then you've got to ask yourself, am I on the wrong level? And that maybe I need to what? Elevate. Maybe I need to elevate. Because God has all the riches and glory for us. God has everything we need. He said in this word, I'll supply you with all your needs. So in other words, if we're operating beneath what God has for us, we have to elevate our expectations by being transformed and not conformed. Uh, and built into uh, our expectations, and, 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 but in order to elevate our expectations, once again, we've got to be transformed and not conformed. And we have to secondly realize that we're in the wrong place. And then thirdly, you have to leave where you are to get to where you need to be. Uh, which means, in other words, part of this text, the Israelites had to repent. Repent means to turn. So in other words, when you're in the wrong place, you've got to make up your mind to what? Turn from the spot that you're in. Which means I've got to let go of some things. I've got to leave some things behind. Uh, we have to turn from certain things in order to receive certain things. In order to get elevated, you've got to turn from those dark, deep places that have kept you down. In other words, you've got to turn from your bitterness. 
preached that I'm coming. You've been bitter too long, and bitterness wasn't a part of the plan that God had for your life. You just nasty to folk all the time, and it's time to turn from being nasty. God didn't create you to be nasty. God didn't create you to be messy. You've been messy too long. Stuck in your mess. Want to bring everybody to your mess. So you create more mess on top of more mess. But in order to get to his mercy and the things God has for you, you got to turn from those ways. In order to get elevated and experience something out of the ramifications of what you're going through, you've got to what? Turn from those ways. Look at somebody and say elevate. You've got to elevate. God didn't intend for you to be miserable. You ought to declare to yourself, I'm tired of being miserable and bringing my misery to all places and all situations. Because that's not what God intended for your life. You better declare over yourself, it's time for me to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. And so I'm ready to elevate. God, I know you've got something greater for me. I know I've been through some difficult situations. But I'm not going to allow my situations to define who I am in you. And what you can do in my life. I know you've got a blessing for me. So I pray God to elevate. You've got to elevate. Don't you realize that God has cattle on a thousand hills? You've got to elevate. God can release what he has for you, uh, but I'm just wondering, you see, the Bible says, eyes have not seen, and ears have not heard, and minds cannot conceive what God has for you. You better elevate, because if you ain't seeing the things that you ought to see in your life, then you ain't operating on the platform that God has created for your life. You better get higher in him because God still has more. Elevate. It's time to elevate. You ain't dreamed your best dream yet. I wish I had somebody in here. You better elevate. You ain't, you ain't lived your best life yet. You better ever elevate. You ain't seen what God can see in your life. You better let him take you higher. Stop being disappointed and looking and being jealous at what the other person has. You better elevate and begin to focus on what God has for you because he ain't finished yet. God still has more. You ain't lived your best life. You ain't seen nothing yet. Elevate because break the yokes of conformity that's this morning and begin to elevate. Yeah. Elevate. Yeah. Speak against those things that don't match up with your destiny. Yeah. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. I said speak against the things that don't match up against your destiny. Yeah. Elevate. You haven't seen all the vision he has for you. Yeah. Elevate. And God has the provision to meet the vision that he has given you. But you've got to what? Elevate. 
This, there is a greater peace for you, but you've got to elevate. There is a greater joy for you, but you've got to elevate. There is a greater love for you, but you've got to what? Elevate. Look at somebody and say, it's time, it's time. to elevate. His thoughts are not your thoughts. His ways are not your ways. And I'm glad about it because he can see what I can't see. So I just submit myself to him and say, God, take me higher. Elevate. 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 It's time to watch this. It's time to pray more. It's time to study more. It's time to come to church more. It's time to be obedient more. Elevate. To you, you can't, you can't get access to what God has for you if you don't go get higher in God. How do I do that, preach? I'm gonna make it simple and plain. You need to show up for God more. You want what God has, but you don't want to do what God wants you to do. Y'all know what I'm talking about this morning. Yeah, that's how our children are, right? They want, they want what you have, but they don't want to do what you tell them to do all the time. We want it, but there's certain things that we have to do. We have to go. We've got to get deeper in Him. That means that we've got to spend more time with Him. That means that you, you need to come to church more. That means that you need to study more. That means you need to come to Bible study. That means you need to be obedient to him. And then, watch this, then God will release what he has. Because now, when you begin to do those things, you come from the second level. You come from the second level to the seventh level. You get higher. And God begins to release what he has for you in your life. That, that, that job you want is on the seventh level. But you down on the seventh floor in your spiritual life. Can I preach that code? You, 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 you want to be a millionaire. But you give like you're homeless. We're here talking about God pour me out a blessing I can't handle. And you put a dollar and two dollars in the offering plate. Wrong level. Wrong level. Wrong level. See, your obedience, can I say this? Your obedience has to match his release. You've got to reach a level of obedience in order to release, in order to receive the bless, the level of blessing of, of, of what you're expecting. You've got that is the level of obedience you have to demonstrate. 
to look at somebody and say, Elevate. It's not that it's not there for you. You just may be operating on the wrong level. Get high. Elevate. Look at two people and say, Elevate. Look at somebody else and say, Elevate. Come on, stand on your feet and say, Elevate. Come on, shout it and say, Elevate. I'm ready to get higher. Yeah. I'm ready for a new blessing. Come on, somebody say elevate. I'm ready for a new mercy. I'm ready for your grace. I'm ready for your joy. I'm ready for your peace. Come on, elevate. I'm ready for my money to look different. I'm ready for my life to look different. I'm ready for some new doors to open. Do it. Do it. Do it. Come on, just two people and say, Elevate, 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 elevate. Doors in the church are open in this place. Doors in the church are open. If you don't know me as your personal Lord and Savior, I invite you to come. time for you to get higher. It's time for your life to be elevated. Don't you live lower than what God has intended for your life. Don't you stay in the gutter when he has riches and glory for you. Get out of the gutter. Get out of the gutter. You don't belong in the streets. God has mansions for you. You are there. You are his blessed people. It's time for us to stop conforming to the things of this world and be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Elevate your mind. You are wonderfully created in here. Elevate, elevate your thinking. Stop telling yourself what you can't do and start speaking life into what your God can do. Elevate. Every time you see and feel doubt creep up and create creep up in your mind and fear creep up in your mind, you begin to declare that is not of God. That is not of God. I want you to reject the thoughts of depression. I want you to reject the thoughts of being doubtful and being in fear. Reject those things. That is not of God. You need to declare war on the enemy. And you need to be able to look at the enemy and say, you know what? I've eaten at your table far too long. But today, I get up. I get up. Is there a rising in this place right now? to feel somebody getting up from the enemy's table. You say, I get up. I'm getting up and I'm walking to the table that God has prepared for me. Not eating your food anymore. I know what my God has for me. It's time for me to elevate. So if you're ready this morning, come walk into your blessing. Elevate. Are you ready? You don't have a church home, if you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, you just need him this morning.
they say, just come. Just come, and I know God will do what God needs to do. Hi, my name is Nicholas Worse. I'm the executive minister here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. I just want to say thank you for listening. You can learn more about our church online at onefellowshipumc.org. And you can like us on Facebook to stay up to date with all the latest events in our community. Please feel free to share this message and others online so that more people can learn about what God is doing here at One Fellowship. Thank you and God bless.